Let's start this hour in the Middle East as President Joe Biden has approved sanctions on four Israeli settlers accused of attacking Palestinians in the occupied West Bank. The sanctions block the individuals from accessing all of U.S. property, assets and the American financial system. Violence in the West Bank has spiked since Hamas launched an unprecedented attack on Israel on October the 7th. Mr Biden signed a broad executive order saying violence in the West Bank had reached intolerable levels, threatening peace and stability in the region. Well, our Middle East correspondent Nick Beek is in Jerusalem and gave his analysis on what this says about tensions between Israel and the U.S. This is significant and also symbolic. And as you say, it's the first time the administration has imposed these sort of sanctions. And just listening to White House officials, they say that they mirror the kind of measures that normally would be put on terrorist suspects or terrorist sympathizers, to use their terminology. And the reason for this, the White House says, is that the, the levels of settler violence against Palestinians in the West Bank has reached an intolerable level. And they say it's not just uh, Palestinians there who are suffering, but also the prospects of a peace deal in the future, a two-state solution, are all being undermined by this. And so that's why this action's been taken. It means, for example, these four individuals won't be able to access any funds, any donations or money that might be coming from the United States, as well as and not being able to, to travel there. Now, the, the Israeli government here, led, of course, by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, has said these aren't needed because they're already taking tough action against settlers and any violence there. And also within the, the settler uh, movement here in Israel, they've condemned this action by the US too. And Nick, let's also talk about this potential progress to a ceasefire uh, in the fighting in Gaza. What is the latest in those conversations? What's happening behind the scenes? And of course, there's also the conversations about the release of those Israeli hostages all going on. Absolutely. I mean, for the, the families of the hostages who were taken by Hamas on October the 7th, as well, of course, of the people of, uh, of Gaza, a, a peace deal, some sort of ceasefire can't come soon enough. And some hope has been generated in the past 24 hours or so, uh, in particular because of comments from the foreign ministry in Qatar, saying that Hamas was looking at a deal and had been broadly optimistic and had been broadly accepting of it. Just to sort of rewind a little bit, you might remember back in November, Qatar, the Gulf state, played a really uh, leading role, a crucial role in getting the initial wave of hostages released. At the weekend, there were these talks between Israeli, American, Qatari and Egyptian officials, basically spy chiefs, people who normally do all their work in the shadows behind closed doors. So there was this conversation uh, in Paris at the weekend and now behind the scenes, the diplomacy and the, the work continues. So at the moment, there isn't any deal. But if you look at the Israeli newspapers this morning and, and, the, and the websites, this is the lead story for, for everyone. There is cautious op op optimism, cautious though, that we may be inching towards a deal. But as is often the case, you know, it might come very, very quickly or it might be that there are stumbling blocks that means behind the scenes the negotiations, negotiations continue for some days and some weeks. So we're in this process, but hard to assess at what point we're at at the moment, Frankie. Nick Beek in Jerusalem just speaking to me a little earlier on.